Harry had been an American communist with a master's degree in chemistry. Not being an activist by nature, he believed the best he could do for the cause was to offer his knowledge to the Soviet Union, which had just embarked on its industrialization of the country. He had married Jeanette, a pretty girl from his own University of California, who cared nothing for politics, but so much for Harry that she was willing to follow him to the ends of the earth. I wonder if she would have done so had she known the consequences. He brought his bride to Moscow in 1931, refused all the privileges offered to foreign specialists, was given a job in a chemical plant near Moscow, found the job below his powers, asked for a stiffer assignment, and was put in charge of a chemical laboratory really at the ends of the earth, not even in Tashkent, which is, after all, a capital, but in the provincial Uzbek town of Chimkent. There he worked around the clock, while Jeanette, between having babies, learned to assist him in the laboratory. Came the Stalin purges. Harry was arrested. Jeanette found herself alone in a totally alien world with two small children and the prospect of being arrested herself, in which case her children would be consigned to orphan homes anywhere in the vast Soviet Union. The man who had been Harry's first assistant and now supplanted him as head of the laboratory, offered to marry her, seeing in this her only hope of saving the children, she agreed. But I told him I loved Harry and would join him again if he ever came back. She insisted that they move to Tashkent, where Harry was imprisoned so that she could communicate with him and take him food parcels. Just before the war, Harry was released. The man Jeanette had married went to the front and never came back. Harry was again made head of a chemical laboratory, this time in Tashkent. His assistant was an Uzbek who gave him no end of trouble. Seeing what was going on, a friendly colleague 
give warning. This man wants your job and will stop at nothing to get it. With your background, you don't stand a chance against him. An Uzbek in Uzbekistan. You'd better get out before they put you out, or worse. Harry got out. He began teaching English at the Institute of Foreign Languages, where Jeanette was teaching. This was ultimate capitulation. He had struck bottom, denounced by the party, expelled from his profession, separated from his wife. Separated because they were now man and wife in name only. Jeanette felt he could never forgive her for marrying that other man, even though she had done it only for the sake of the children. That may have been so. I have heard of men being repelled by the knowledge that their woman has belonged to another. But I think Jeanette had lost her attraction for Harry. She had put on weight. Her youthful freshness had been righted by time and trials. And she admitted to me that she was not much of a sex partner. Harry was good-looking. His students were mostly girls. They fell for him. He fell for them. I was even glad at first, Jeanette told me. It gave him some interest in life. He had become terribly morose. But it went on and on, one girl after another. We were working in the same place. Everybody could see it. The gossips got busy. Our kids were old enough to understand. So one day I said to him, Enough, Harry. You've got to stop it. And he did, just like that. But it did things to him. Nothing mattered anymore. He just sort of shuffled around. <laughs>